Hello, my peachy friends. This is Sarah Giovanetti Mobley coming at you from the Peachy Girl podcast. I hope everyone had a blessed week. I am fully recovered from my company Christmas party. It was amazing and I was so grateful, humbled and blessed that my staff showed up and we partied and we had a good time. Work hard, play harder. So I truly, truly believe in appreciating and recognizing my staff. And I'm very humbled that I get to have an opportunity to um, operate and run a salon and that people would want to work for me um, and that I can create an environment that is conducive for them to be able to, you know, work and, you know, take care of their families and grow as people. Um, It's really an amazing journey. And I think the one quality that you need truly more than anything as a leader is humility. Um, arrogance is the one thing that really just, number one, is not attractive. Um, it's immature emotion and, um, you know, it, it drives, um, uh, it's just distasteful. People don't like it. You know, you know, humility is that doorway, um, that really bridges, connection between two people because when you're arrogant, you know, you create a scenario of big me, little you, I'm better than you. But when you have humility, you know, you're opening the door to say, you know, we're equals, you know, come on into my house. It's safe here, right? Um, You know, arrogance is like putting yourself on a pedestal and you're looking down on everyone and, and nobody likes that. And that's why, you know, people will try to you know, attack you more (laughs) when you're kind of in that emotion. I find that, you know, the emotion of humility and vulnerability will even open up the most hardened of hearts, you know, because we're all one, we're all equals here on this planet. And we all connect with each other through our hearts. You know, Um, I was listening to a podcast by Jordan Peterson. He's a psychologist um, out of Canada. He used to be a professor. Um, He's someone that I talk about a lot because I do respect him. I respect people who are experts in their field. And he talks a lot about how, you know, humility is the doorway that opens the heart. And that's, and that's the bridge that builds a relationship between two people. So the reason why I wanted to uh, do this podcast today was because I wanted to talk about something that I keep running into again and again and again over my lifetime. Um, And it's about people who are operating in a real environment and people who are operating in a fake environment. Robert Kiyosaki is someone who's pretty famous in the personal development space. He wrote the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, And he just recently wrote a book called Fake. You know, he said, we're living in a world where it's, you know, fake teachers, (laughs) um, fake money, (laughs) everything's fake and nothing's real. And I really have a lot of thoughts um, on that as, as a leader. And for myself, I am someone who 
grew up without family support. My grandparents uh, died early in my life and they were my rock. They were my support. So thank God for them. I was able to turn out to be a decent human being, but I grew up in an environment where my caretakers were not emotionally or spiritually healthy. It was a toxic environment for me and it wasn't supportive. And because of that, I had to, you know, get out in the world and face life on life's terms. So, you know, I was pregnant when I was 16 and I'm so glad that that um, opportunity happened to me because right then and there, I had a chance to actually see the world for what it truly was because I didn't have that um, family support behind me. I had to live, I had to get on welfare. I had to live at a woman's house and uh, I was on welfare. So I had to pay her like $75 a week. And uh, thank God, like the state paid for daycare while I was in high school. So while I was in high school, I had an opportunity to see how people operate. And, um, and I would definitely say that, you know, a lot of people were not kind to me. A lot of people judged me. A lot of people criticized me. Actually, one of the high schools that I went to, the principal called me into the office because I was pregnant in high school and asked me if I would consider going to an alternative school because I was pregnant. Well, my thoughts about that was if I go leave school, go to some alternative school, then I possibly might not graduate high school. So I knew that if I was going to be successful in life, I needed to um, graduate. I need to get an education. Like that was going to be, be my doorway to be able to be successful. So thank God I, you know, I've always had a voice, you know, and thank God I spoke up for myself. And I said, let me ask you something. Is there, is, is it legal? Is there anything that legally says that I cannot be in this school? And he said, no. I said, well, I'm staying. Okay. So I'm so glad I spoke up for myself because I was, I did stay in school the whole entire time. I, I used to like just try to cover up the fact that I was pregnant. I wore big shirts and everything. And um, I stayed in school and I didn't miss any school and I graduated with my class. And thank God for that because I got a high school degree. Um, my senior year in high school, I got straight A's and then I was able to go on to, you know, go to college. So, and I was able to eventually finish my degree and then, of course, get my esthetician's license, esthetician teacher's license. And I will definitely say the more educated I have become, uh, the better my life has uh, gotten. So I believe that college is good because what college does is it teaches you to uh, problem solve. It teaches you to read, think, and write. And you need to be able to read, to think, and to speak. Those are skill sets that you need. Um, as a business owner, as someone who's run and operated a salon for the past 10 years, I will definitely say that there are so many people that have come and worked for me and they literally have poor reading skills and they have poor writing skills. And sometimes it's hard for them to even do the basic math to work the front desk. And um, and these are all lovely people. You know, I love them to death. I mean, they're like great to be around, but they don't really have those technical skills that you need to have to succeed in life, right? So for me, for example, if, you know, if I want to 
uh, get my esthetician's teacher's license, I have to pass a state board exam, which is difficult, you know? There's a whole book I have to read. I gotta pass the test. Same same thing with college, you know, when I have my associate's degree in business, you know, I had to keep submitting papers. So it teaches you to, you know, fight through all that resistance that, you know, you don't feel good enough, you know, you feel shameful or, or guilty that, you know, or not even worthy. Like you, you keep fighting that resistance. So you keep showing up again and again and again, trying, you know, figuring out what you did wrong, fix it. You got graded being able, just being able to take that basic feedback, right? So say you submit a paper um, to your professor, they're going to tell you all the things you did wrong, right? And then, well, it's up to you not to take things personally and to be able to say, okay, let me fix it. Let me try to do better because that's what life is about, right? If you get stuck every single time somebody tells you something that hurts your feelings, then it doesn't allow you to grow as a person. So there's those are all the things that you're learning. When you're in college, you're learning to develop yourself. But most importantly, I would say the skill set that I learned in college was to be able to speak up for myself, to write, and to be able to think, right? And read, get in the habit of reading. You know, I read, um, you know, a, a book a week. Uh, you know, I try to read about 25 pages a day. So sometimes I'm not reading exactly a book a week, but <laughs> I'm getting that reading done. And I will tell you, I am constantly having aha moments again and again. And you never, ever truly arrive anywhere in life. Like, okay, I now I have all the knowledge, now I have all the money, I have all the success and all the relationships. No, you're constantly evolving. Like that's life. Life is about constantly evolving, constantly growing. And so another thing that I did want to talk about on this podcast, um, now that I'm talking about, you know, growing and evolving is uh, uh, one thing I run into all the time, all the time is, you know, again, like I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, I'm someone who has had to be in real environments all the time. So I never had an opportunity to be bubble wrapped by family. And if I, if I fall, make a mistake, somebody's cleaning it up. Whatever choice I make, I have to deal with the consequence. <laughs> like that's what real life is. And so that's why I believe I'm able to run the salon successfully is because I know choices have consequences. And whatever choice I make, I'm willing to deal with the consequence. And I'm able to pivot and move and do what I need to do, problem solve all those different issues. I have that emotional, spiritual bandwidth that I've been able to build up over the years. So um, one of the things, surprising things that I run into in business is, of course, I have to deal with, you know, other business people, other vendors. So I might happen to deal with someone who, say, their father gave them a property because, say, maybe I'm renting from them or the, the whole family trust gave the you know, the family members a property and now, you know, they're wealthy by default of family members, Right. Or, you know, they'll have someone working for a family company and this person is clearly incompetent, but they give them the job anyway. And then the other family members are like constantly cleaning up their messes. And those are the people 
who always have it out for me because when I stand in front of them, I am a clear reflection of the truth. And, um, you know, for me, you know, I don't have someone like, oh, let me just go ahead and be arrogant and then just do something stupid. <laughs> My brother's going to clean it up behind me. No, that's not the case for me. And um, those people can be very narcissistic. And I see them a mile away. And those are the people that I clearly have to avoid because um, those are the ones that are always very jealous against me because it's like they know that their position that they got was not earned. It was given to them. And so what it, what is is that they can't handle the pressure. So it's like every they know everybody's looking at them. They know everybody's like, oh, you know, your dad gave you this or your dad helped you. But they don't have the they didn't learn the lessons along the way, right? So it's like, yeah, I learned humility, right? I know what it feels like to be laughed at, to be judged, to be criticized. I've I've had an opportunity to work through those emotions so I can show up in a very humble way in a spirit of cooperation because I know the spiritual laws of success is that, you know, we're all one, right? So it's not like when I show up, I got to show up as a person of value I got to show up to cooperate. And it's not like I'm competing with you. We're here to work together for a higher purpose. Like I get that 100%, right? But when you have someone who's living in a vice, right? You know, they just want to make their dad proud or they're um, trying to impress some girl or they're just motivated purely by greed or purely by, um, you know, lust or recognition, whatever it is, but it's not coming from a place of like truth. It's not coming from a place of humility, of a higher purpose, right? What's the higher purpose here, right? So if you're going to be a leader, your foundation, your base always has to be, what is the higher purpose here? What are we doing? What are we serving, right? And then that's how you show up right? And then that's where your decision-making comes from, right? So like I, in my journal, I have a decision-making process. The first thing is I say, what emotion am I feeling? You have higher emotions, higher frequency emotions, and you have lower frequency emotions, right? So your higher frequency emotions are going to be like acceptance, humility, gratitude, peace, joy, and then your lower frequency emotions are going to be like desire, um, greed, lust, you know, arrogance, pride, right? Envy, like those are all lower emotions, right? Every human being feels a range of emotions at any time, right? So, you know, when they say toxic, that's just you're staying in a negative emotion too long. Those negative emotions are just warning signals to you, right? So if you're feeling envy or jealousy, all that is, all that means is, is that you're not working on yourself. That's all it means. Because I guarantee you, if you try to pursue any endeavor in life, right? If you you have to become an expert in your field, that's going to take 10,000 hours. It's like 10 years, whatever it is that you choose to do, right? So, you know, if you're busy working on yourself and in your craft, you don't have time to be noticing what other people are doing. And if you do happen to notice what somebody else is doing, you're like, good going, man. You're you're inspired because you're so busy in your own work. So that's all it is right? And so it's a lower frequency emotion. 
And, um, and the key is, is to get into a higher frequency emotion. And, um, when you get into those higher frequency emotions of peace, of gratitude, of, um, you know, acceptance, speaking up, then that's a space where you want to be making a clear decision. So for me, when I'm making a decision, the first thing that I do is I ask myself if, in fact, I'm in a higher frequency state. So especially as a leader, I need to have a process to be making decisions. So if I'm in acceptance, if I'm in gratitude, humility, patience, peace, joy, then I can, I can say, okay, now I'm in a good higher frequency state that I can actually go ahead and um, make a decision, right? Because then I know that I'm in, I'm working from my higher purpose. Sorry about all the background noise. I just had one of my employees show up at my office <laughs> while I was recording this podcast, but that's okay. So, so that is how I make a decision. I want to make sure that I'm in a good emotional state, number one. So that's the very, very first thing, right? And then I want to check in with my purpose. Does this align with my higher purpose? If I do this, is this going to help get me to my higher purpose, right? So another thing that I notice is a lot of people especially if they're working from a spirit of um, a fake environment, meaning that everything was like given to them. And so they're just basically trying to one up somebody in the family. They're just trying to look good. You know, they want the position without the work. Right. So a lot of times those are the type of people who will like come in and be like, oh, you want you want to jump on this opportunity. You want to do this. And it's like like, you know, they're not thinking like long-term. So I'm thinking, well, what's going to happen in five years? What's going to happen in 10 years, right? So I can plan so I can make sure that everyone who's with me, we're all set, right? So a lot of times when people are just purely driven by like arrogance and pride and greed, you know, maybe all they want is just attention, right? They're not concerned about anything else. So basically what happens is like, you know, oh, you know, somebody will call me up. You want to jump on this opportunity? I'm like, that has nothing to do with my long-term strategy and purpose for what I'm doing. And if I was to jump on this, right, it's going to distract me from what I need to be doing here, right? I'm not chasing, I'm building. I'm building a business long-term that is a safe space for my employees to work in. And that's what I'm doing. I'm showing up every day for the work and I'm not chasing attention and I'm not chasing after, you know, some insta anything, you know, and and that's hard to do. And that's why I really have to stay grounded and rooted in my spiritual practices every day. And I have yet to see someone who is very, very successful that does not have some sort of spiritual practice because that's what you need, right? Because life comes at you all the time. You have people come, you know, at you and you may, they might not have the best intentions for you or somebody might be driven by vices and you have to be able to stand guard next to your mind and your spirit and know what hill you're standing on 
and what your purpose is, what your higher purpose is, and that's where you need to be operating as a leader, and that's real leadership. But anyway, um, I have to get going because I'm doing a training session with one of my employees that just showed up, so I hope you guys have a great week.